Okay, we're recording, recording. Sasha Powers. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Horror Stories. Uh, I'm your host, Kelly, and I'm here with my co-host, Sasha Powers. Hello, hello. And uh, I can't believe we're, uh, we're finally doing this. We've been thinking about a podcast for a long time now. Um, we're, uh, listen to a lot of them ourselves and it, it just seems like conversationally, uh, people are fascinating. Stories are fascinating. Human stories are fascinating. And we've, um, have a long history together. So do you want to talk a little bit about that, Sasha? Um, how we, yeah, met? how we know each other. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. it's interesting technically you worked with my mom how long ago did you work with her i started working with your mom uh i believe it was 95 1995 well were you four years old in 1995 four yes yes because i met you when you were i met you when you were four yes and you were how old were you in your 20s I, in 1994, I was 24. 24. Yeah. So yep. you're 20 yep. years older than me. We, you've known me essentially my whole life. And then the past, I don't even know how many years, probably like the last six, seven years, we created our own little friendship and realized that we have a lot more in common now that I'm a, an adult. I'm now 31. <laughs> And so now, now we're like, I feel like you're like my twin flame. Like you think very similarly to me, but you're just like 20 years further along the road than me. (laughs) It's funny because I remember your mom as you were getting, as you were growing up would make comments and say things about um, uh, the way you were doing your makeup was like mine or the way that you were doing this was like me so yeah I remember that you I remember being very young probably four like four or five and you would like come and visit and you always just looked so cool to me (laughs) so interesting like I wanted I wanted to emulate you in some way so I remember that as a kid obviously as I grew up I mean that's like it like left my head but now how many years later almost 30 years later I feel like we're just very similar you're a big uh a big inspiration on (laughs) who I am today which is so that makes me feel really good you're a big inspiration to me too and it totally goes both ways and I love that we can share um things with each other that we we can't really share with too many other people, honestly. Right. Um, until now, I guess we're going to be sharing with a lot of people now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of our conversations, but, people would shy away from. The majority of people would shy away from. They just are very yes, horror stories. Isn't going to be a place for the the pearl clutchers, right? Uh, um, you know. It's it's definitely uh, a, a lot of uh, 
I don't know, judgment free. We, we run a lot of things by each other. There are times when you've called me or I've called you and uh, shared things that have happened. Um, obviously not all of it sexual, but we do have a lot of good, interesting stories where, because like you said, we share a lot of things in common. One of those things is, um, you know, we're on the kink spectrum, both of us. Right. And uh, that always brings up a lot of interesting uh, topics. And yeah, I can pretty much go to you about the most personal <laughs> of issues that I would not be able to go to anybody else, especially anybody older than me that would have some experience in those things. So it's been helpful. Yes, and really helpful for me too, because just in the reverse, you've had a lot of really interesting and and cool experiences and <clears throat> um have crossed some paths with some really interesting people that um uh, you know and I'm learning stuff when I'm hearing about your stories I'm just as curious and just as fascinated and um also we might talk about you live in a completely different part of the country than mm -hmm. I do you're on the west coast and I'm in west the middle coast. of the country and you know we're running across different things we're seeing some different things so um I always love that aspect of it too geographically just people wise so many differences between the Midwest and the West coast that we like to talk about right. too. Right. So, um, I, I really love that. And actually I can think of an example, uh, recently of, of something that you did that was just like, wow, really cool experience. Um, heading out into the, into nature, and um, remember when you did that, maybe was it six or eight? No, was it a year ago when you went out in, into in the, the mountains? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was December like of that. last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, had a little... That kind of experience. I've never had that before. What was that? Uh, well, a friend of mine got really into like the spiritual, holistic, like, uh, I don't, I don't know if there's like an umbrella term for this way of life. If there is somebody should let me know, but like the Reiki healing, like the very, like, um, uh, I don't even know the word. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. It's like a big trend out here. Like earth centered. Yeah. Sort earth centered. Of, yeah. Yeah. And so she wanted to celebrate her birthday, having this like weekend in the mountains being high on like shrooms that were blessed by these healers and so we did that and it was it was so unique in that it was like this place that I've never been with before with these people that I don't really know and I still had like the time of my life um just being like a kid again being I mean it was shrooms but it was also um what uh, what's it called? The cactus. Not peyote. Not peyote, Not peyote but, um, but. Uh, see, now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm blanking on words right. just because I'm being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Where I like the second I would turn this off, I would know the word. But 
Um, You'll anyway. remember it. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was fun. That was going up in the mountains, but then going being able to drive home the next day and being back by the beach is crazy. But that's like the beauty of California. Right, right. I love to hear about that kind of stuff. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So geographically super interesting where you've got this amazing setting for this really, you know, interesting kind of wild experience that uh, is is not super Midwest centric. No. Um, You know, at least from what I found. Um, So it definitely goes both ways and we teach each other a lot and we back each other up and it's just very validating to know somebody for so long, uh, to have things in common with you. Uh, I really Frank, very, I, I love that I have friends that, um, open, honest, and, and you don't have to, there's not the judgment there. So, no vulnerability it's easy for me to to open up because that's the kind of person i am um but to find someone that is uh willing to be just as vulnerable and go there with me is really cool so you are just so wise and i love having you as a friend sasha and i'm really (laughs) excited about this podcast yeah so as we think about what we're gonna do here like um um, like what kind of guests would you like to see us have on the show? Um, I mean, I've met some pretty interesting people, uh, here in California, like that just, I, I just feel like they would have really interesting stories as long, uh, as far as their like sex life or experiences or communities that they're in. And, and, um, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, but also just like, I would, I would love to have stories come from the viewers. I want to know your like sex mishaps. I want to know like really this one time I did this one thing and it was, it blew my mind and I'd never experienced anything like that. I want to know those stories. I want to just hear weird the stories. stories. Yeah. That's what I want to yes. know. I'm sure they have like. Yes way interesting things to say to tell us Uh, you know it what about you so um same i've got some people in mind i've actually uh talked to some people that are willing to come on i've got a friend who's a sugar baby um and i i'm excited to talk to her about her experiences um i've uh learned a little bit about sugar babies and been in contact and talked with there's a there's a podcast Susie Q James is a uh, sex worker she's a um, a filmmaker a producer she's a um, an activist she was on the front lines with the FASTA SESTA laws when they were trying to pass those in California and I believe she and her partner, Michael Vegas, um, somewhere on the West Coast, maybe Los Angeles. But she had a podcast um, and was talking, one of the subjects, it was, a, it was a sugar baby show. And one of the things that she had said was when she got started and was a, a sugar baby, 
about how those relationships evolved into ones of um, some really deep connections. Um, People who really end up caring about each other, who um, end up as part of your network, um, assisting each other, helping out. She, she really, really found those things with her sugar baby experiences. So I'm excited to talk with Jane, my friend, about her experiences in sugar baby, babying and kind of how that, how does that play out? How does that play out when you, um, uh, when you get a, getting a little bit older, when you're looking at some different things, maybe you've got some things established and you're ready to go to the next step. Like what, what are her relationships like? So I'm excited to talk to her. I also have a friend, um, uh, I think Cameron XXX maybe, and she is an escort here in Kansas city. Um, and, uh, really successful on OnlyFans. um, is an artist, uh, likes to do interior design stuff, just, just a really interesting person. And I wanted to talk to her as well about her life, her experiences. I also, um, I had a boyfriend in 2002, 2003, and he has agreed to be on the podcast. I wanted him to come talk with me about some of the funny stories that he might remember from our brief period. I think we dated for like a year, but just, just his whole story. He's a musician. Uh, when I met him, he was in a band called Dirty Sugar. I met him at the Mutual Musicians Foundation on 19th and Vine at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> with a friend that I'm getting ready to go see in Bermuda. I'm getting ready to go visit a friend that I was with. I mean, I, all the friends that I was with when I met this man that night are still my good friends. So we laugh about, um, is he still in a band or that about that no longer? Um, you know, he's not in dirt, dirty sugar anymore, but Bobby Carson is always making music in Kansas city um, is my guess. So what I told him, I messaged him and asked him, <clears throat> if he would please be on the podcast, I kind of explained what we were doing. And I said, I just remember our time fondly and I'd love to talk to you um, and bring your guitar. And he was like, okay, so that, so that's cool. So I got him on the hook. I've got him on the hook. Um, I need to start uh, taking it out of my head and putting it on some uh, paper because I have a lot and make a list because I have a lot of, Uh, people that have mentioned an interest in coming on and talking to me and uh, okay. Oh, also um, uh, my, my man friend, Cameron, he wanted to come on and talk. He was interested in kind of some only fans going and uh, getting paid for uh, fucking on camera, but he's, like falling in love now. So I don't know what that is all about. And I got to meet her. The, they came over the other night so I could meet, meet um, his they girlfriend. Don't wanna, and they she don't want to do OnlyFans together. I didn't ask him. I didn't ask him. I forgot to ask him. I forgot to ask him. He might, he might not. He might, I don't know. I forgot to ask him. It was a me. It was like a, I thought it was so cute. He's like your age. And he wanted to bring this girl over from to meet me. <laughs> That's cute. 
<laughs> it makes me so flattered. It makes me really flattered. So yeah, I was meeting her for the first time. So I, that was, I didn't ask. You and should I, probably like gotten a lot. explain like where we are. Both of us like relationship yes. wise. Yes. Um, you go first. Well, I, I have been single out here in California for well, how long have I been here? Probably five or six years, but I recently just got into a relationship and have, you know, fallen in love or whatever. <laughs> so my uh, rendezvous with other people have slowed down quite a bit, but that doesn't mean I don't have stories. But what about oh, you? Oh, we got good stories. Never not have good stuff. Oh, we'll have to edit, edit that, that out. out. Sasha, Sasha. Okay, hold on. That happened at like 1650. Let's remember that, okay? Yeah, we can just pick it Okay. All right. Sounds good. So um, yeah, they can we can do like a little bloop bloop. Um, that does not mean that you will not always have incredible stories, Sasha Powers. You're uh always got great stories. So yeah, so you're in love, you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um uh is he kinky? He you know, I'm opening I'm opening up the box a little bit, but not I would say right now I would say no. However, mm-hmm. he has thoroughly enjoyed everything that I have brought to the table that might lead into the direction of something kinkier Mm -hmm. um but right now he's we're just exploring we're i'm i don't want to scare him away so you know i'm kind of like dipping my toe into the water with all that with him kind of nice nice the slow rollout Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't be afraid. This candle <laughs> wax is made for skin. Just follow my voice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. Well, I love it. I'm glad. I'm so happy for you and excited. And, um, you know, this is just the beginning of the horror stories, baby. Just the begin. What about you? Um, well, I am, uh, got a divorce pretty recently and out of a a long marriage and just kind of dipping my toes back and I was, and, uh, I'm kind of to the point now where I just... I have everything how I want it. You know, I love my friends. I love where I live. Uh, I love what I do for a living. Um, My city is really cool. So unless it's a real ad, I'm not just looking to waste time. You know what I mean? I'm kind of past... Right. Like dating to find the one that's I'm, right. I'm the one I'm the one yeah. I'm here already. Mm-hmm. I don't have to find anything. So recently, um, you know, it's about people that, uh, you know, some horror stories uh, where I can. Um, maybe I need a little something done around the house and somebody's an electrician, for example. 
Oh wait. And like Oh there you go. Oh. Am I still here? Yes. Like that is whew, mm, That's a turn on for me. If you can build something, that's a turn on for me. Um uh, If you build it, she will come. I will come. Oh my god. That's true. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> so, um and I'm living in a rental right now. I could call my perfectly nice landlord and have him come fix things, but there's no story in there. If I can bang it out, if I can bang it out for some electrical work, we can talk about some shit on this podcast. It's fun, you know? Mm-hmm. So that kind of stuff where it's like um, uh, enjoying each other's company um, and, uh, you know, yeah, maybe there's some things that are traded, some sexual favors for, uh, I needed an electrical switch and I needed, I needed a couple things around here fixed. I needed a doorknob fixed. So, um, things that, like I said, I have a landlord or myself that can do these things, but, uh, but, uh, it's but just why? a lot more fun to source and, uh, gather the talent and do trades. <laughs> so that's. Fun. So those are that's the kind of level I'm working on. Um, so right now, uh, if you know how to work on a kiln, like I will do filthy fucking things. If you know how to work on a kiln, um, I need somebody to trim my bangs in between cuts. Um, I need uh, I could always uh, any any kind of carpentry building that kind of stuff. It's just great, great skills. So that's I guess my right. bottom Training, line right now is not like, relationship. It's trade, right? Keep in mind, like from what I know, it's trading expertise for expertise because you definitely. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would say <laughs> have you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of right on. I mean, if you want to, if you want to, you know, a pegging, if you want a prostate massage, you know, there's some varsity level things that can happen if you You um, make a business card. Have the varsity level skills? Yes, I do. (laughs) So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I. am somebody who loves to go do fun things with people. And I like to, um, I would like to have somebody initiate something fun to do. Somebody who would really, what sometimes happens, I find out because I am kind of a good cruise director and I sort of know my city and I'm, I know what I like to do and where I like to go. It's easy for me to pick up and plan a date. But what I've decided recently is that's really a gift that people take advantage of. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people really think twice when you invite them on a date and you roll out all this wonderful thing, all these things that you, you know, carefully curated, you thought about, you want to, you know, or maybe you wanted to go somewhere and you didn't want to go by yourself. So it's this... And I decided that in and of itself is kind of a gift and I'm going to stop giving it away. So I, I would like for somebody, if, if I'm going to go somewhere, if I'm going to go out somewhere and we're not going to just be working on my light switches, mm-hmm. then I think I would like for somebody to curate that, you know, there's so much fun things to do in Kansas city. I'm really, I mean, I love to do all kinds of things. It would be fun to hang out with somebody on that level but it's very rare. It's very rare for somebody to take the initiative. Um, right. So, 
uh, it's always kind of me left to, to do that. So I'm definitely uh, I'm just not going to do that anymore. Um, right now, I'd like to see uh, what ideas they can bring. That's cool. So um, I love... I love being in that space and not feeling like um, I'm not missing anybody right now is what I'm trying to say. So that's a yeah. great feeling. Like I said, that's I got a, all my shit nice the way I want it to be in. I feel like I was in got that my number one for like a, for a good chunk of time. Most of the time that I've been here, I've always been like, well, I'm number one and I'm just like having fun with everybody else and passing time and creating experiences. Really. I very purposefully yes. have maneuvered through the dating world with the intention of having like inventory in the spank bank and just, <laughs> it, I'm, you know, yes. having fun in my twenties and thirties so that when I'm, I don't know, 70, let's say I have these experiences to, to remember back and reflect upon yeah how long have you been out on the west coast now i mean you were born on the west coast but how long have you been on the west coast i moved two days before donald trump was elected into office like not his inauguration Mm -hmm. but yeah november of Mm. 2016 yeah i'll never forget it i had people in my house i barely knew and we were just crying yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what is so funny. That's like how I remember it. I was like, just moved here alone, watching the elections mm-hmm. and crying. <laughs> and absolutely stunned. We were right. stunned, stunned. Right. So since you've been out there, you said that you've been kind of collecting some experiences. Like, do you have some like top few experiences or partners or things that sort of come to mind when you think about those experiences spank bank oh, definitely i mean i definitely have like the good yeah the good experiences that are in the bank but i unfortunately you can't always forget the bad ones which there are i wouldn't even necessarily call them bad they're just different so mm-hmm. my tendency is that i don't really scare away too easily so you know going and meeting people online uh mm-hmm. you're gonna meet the whole spectrum of people and yes you are i have definitely met some characters that i think the majority of uh people would shy away from but i'm like oh you're kind of kinky let's explore that we don't even have to share the same kink (laughs) i'm still gonna want to like open the door to that just to see what's inside like that's my Mm -hmm. uh way of approaching things so that has put me in situations that i would say are unique but you know learning experiences like i um i can talk about this in a later episode and go into detail but i have you know dealt with people that i tried to like partake in their kink and it just didn't work out but that's okay. I mm. still respect them and I still take that experience as a learning lesson that, oh, hey, I don't like this thing. I like to try everything. I think I'm that's gonna... just as valuable. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a good point with the yeah, kink stuff. Yeah, I think that's what it's like. 
we have in common is like we're not gonna like sit there. You just know what you know what you like. Me, I'm like experiencing things and figuring out. Well, do I? I don't. I've never experienced that. So why would I say that I don't like it? So I'm gonna try it. That's kind of what I've been doing since I've been out here. I I was very intimidated in the dating scene in the Midwest when I lived there because I felt like I had to fit in this box. And if I didn't fit in this box, my dating pool like shriveled to like two or three people in the world. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it just wasn't a good place for me to like, you know, explore different waters, or at least I didn't know how to do that at that age. But now here in California, you just kind of get thrown into it. Uh, and it's been interesting. And that's what I'm talking about. The differences between just where you live. And and I know that I myself have had a lot of uh, kinky experiences. I've been to um, uh, a few clubs I've uh, in California, mainly San Francisco. I went to Kink Castle a couple times before they closed it in the Mission District. Uh, Pornhub killed that. You can read the Butterfly Effect by John Ronson, and he talks about how Pornhub just took down the whole industry. Mm-hmm. But um, the Armory in San Francisco was where uh, Kink.com um, did a lot of its filming and it's just no more. So it was a really cool place to be able to tour. Um, just things that are not available here in Kansas City um, are available out in California, a little bit more normalized, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's wild that even though I live here, uh, a lot of my uh, kind of kink experiences have been Elsewhere. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, said, I was like, I was point. about to go, like, right before COVID, I signed up for um, these, like, classes that basically would have gotten me into the sex club community, but then everything shut down with COVID, and I never followed up with it, and I got into a bunch of situationships that, you know, started and ended, <laughs> and now... I I wish that COVID didn't hit because I was really looking forward to uh, seeing if I could go to some, be in that community, go to those events, right. do those things. Right. There was some kind of momentum that was sort of heading that way. Mm-hmm. And then all that shit just got <clears throat> screeched to a halt, unfortunately. Right. Um, yeah. And like you said, you just don't, you don't know what you don't know with anything, but uh, kink is one of those things as well, where unless you've experienced it and and can figure out if you like it or not. And I've been lucky enough to be in a couple of environments where I literally uh, got to go to a dungeon and um, on a menu, pick an activity, pick a service top and walk around the dungeon and decide what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do. Um, uh, things that I experienced that was, you know, wow, that's interesting. You know, the violet wand, that was an interesting tool. Uh, not my jam, uh, rope. I, I got, I came home and bought rope. Like I really loved that. Um, floggers, uh, 
that kind of thing um, that I got to experience in this environment, a really safe environment in terms of the people that were running the dungeon and, and the people that were there. It just felt really uh, comfortable and easy to experience. What uh, uh, What would you say was like your first experience with kink in general, like in your whole life? Do you remember? That's such a good question. I think I've always uh, had the tendencies, even, even back when I was 15 and 16 years old, where I was um, trying to dress my boyfriends up and put eyeliner on them. And um, I wasn't trying to beat their ass yet, but... That might have been a little Rocky Horror too, where I was. Oh, I remember Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror, Tim Curry. Uh, oh yeah, that was that was a clip flipper for me. That was a clip flipper for sure. Mm. I can remember that high heel boot just stomping on that elevator coming down, and just it gives me the chills even to think about it now. His performance was just so good, and he was just so like, and I just yeah, I remember trying to. Put some corsets and some makeup on some boyfriends. And so that I would say probably when I was, uh, I'd say in that mild way when I was 14, 15, 16. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think, I think my that. first, the first time that I remember being like turned on, I guess, was when I was very young. Uh, and it's a, it's kind of embarrassing to say, but I have a feeling that a lot of people have this exact same moment that they probably had this exact same experience. But the first time that I, I, I ever was like, ooh, that looks hot, was when I was a child, which is scary for me to say, watching the Aladdin movie. <laughs> and there's a moment where Aladdin gets thrown off of like a cliff or a castle or whatever balcony or I don't remember what it is and he's like tied up and he has like something around his mouth and he's like sinking down into the ocean and I remember thinking like that's hot <laughs> oh my god I love that, especially as I think back because four-year-old Sasha had um, oh, yeah. uh, Aladdin budding, and I'm not just room. talking about. I'm not talking about just like a little bit of bedding. I mean, like you had. Am I lying? Did you have a canopy bed? I, I thought there was a canopy bed with Princess there was, Jasmine. There was a what was wallpaper liner along the ceiling. Yes. Yes, and it was beautiful. Was on the... My parents went all out on that, but and then I had my I got like a giant uh tiger doll, like probably like three feet long, and I like set it on the bed, and it felt like you know my own a little... lair. Mm -hmm. It was Sasha's lair. I remember <laughs> that four year old Sasha. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Seriously, you just you had the whole it just decked out. Yeah. So that is really for me. This is the first time that I have heard the Aladdin turn on because uh, he's all tied up and he's sinking story, mm -hmm. um, and connecting it with, um, yeah, you were into it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs>
was. I mean, to it, I didn't realize that that's what it was. But yeah, as I've gotten older and look back, I'm like, oh yeah, well that makes sense. <laughs> How cool though that I'm finding out new facts about you already. That's very very cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So, so as we, so these are the kind of stories that we're going to be talking about with our guests and you and I are going to jump on and talk about sometimes we'll delve into some of these stories that we're talking about. Um, you alluded to some things and some relationships. I'd like to talk to you more later about, you know, doms who aren't really doms and, mm. um, you know, people, uh, wanting to get their dirty diapers changed and you know just stuff that's just fascinating <laughs> that comes up really it's just all the time right. um and yeah. that i love to talk about so um this has been wonderful i've had a really great time so a uh, very obviously free form is what sasha and i are going for um for now but we're kind stage, of you know yeah workshopping right, this a bit right. Exactly. We're kind of working it out. But one thing's for sure is, uh, you know, it's it's fun conversations, um, really open and interesting and uh, excited to, to talk more with you and learn interesting facts that I did not know before. <laughs> yeah, Sasha. I'm surprised I haven't told you that. But yeah, yeah, my I my mom took my fascination with Aladdin as like oh she likes princesses and you know very innocent take on it and then that's how I got the bedroom that I got which I am very proud of it was a beautiful bedroom for like a it was gorgeous I absolutely uh remember it like it was yesterday yeah absolutely little did she know I was interested I know. in a lot more than that <laughs> she she doesn't ever have to know she doesn't have to know she doesn't ever have to know, but well, I have loved this. Do you have anything else to talk about Sasha or conclude with as we wind down our first, uh, episode? I don't think so. I'm looking forward to, uh, hopefully getting some new stories. I'm, I'm trying to think of some stories that I haven't told you, but you're pretty much like my go-to oh. person. When it comes to these things. Yeah, so are you. You're my go-to person, too. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, we, we'll probably be surprising each other a little bit here. Yeah. Well, with that, thank you so much for joining us for this first episode of Horror Stories. I'm Kelly. I'm Sasha. And this is Horror Thank Stories. you so much. Horror Stories signing out. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Horror Stories, Tales of the Hustle. Inspire us. If you'd like to share a horror story, hit us up on our email at horrorstories at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-R-E-O-R-S-T-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.